here we are again i am reporting to you live from the netherlands which is quite a surprise <laughs> for me as well because i think the last time i recorded a podcast for you i was still in brazil and yeah i wasn't even planning to be here in the netherlands um, but i'm i probably shared <coughs> in the last episode with you that my mom found out that she had breast cancer around christmas christmas time and she was gonna get a surgery and yeah i was confronted with the fact like what what do i want to do like do i want to stay in brazil with my new partner do i want to go back to my mother and um yeah it was it was actually a really interesting journey guys because for those of you that have been following me for a while you know that the relationship between my parents and me hasn't always been the greatest and um, there was a lot of distance, a lot of separation, a lot of things happened. And if you want to know what happened, definitely check out one of my earlier episodes. Um, but yeah, I was confronted with this with this situation where yeah, my mom had to do had to go into surgery and had to go into treatment, and um, not just any treatment, you know. And I know that it's a very common thing, getting breast cancer surgery, and <clears throat> they also found some cancer in her lymphs. So they had to remove some of those as well. But I'm like, yeah, what am I gonna what am I gonna do? And I think up until now I have approached life in a way where I would really prioritize myself over my parents. And I would prioritize my my life and my freedom over them. Also because of all the things that happened when I was younger and running away from home and yeah, like I said, a lot of separation, a lot of distance and yeah, I got to this point where I'm like, fuck, but I, I actually want to be, I want to be a good son. I want to be close to them. And um, it wasn't until I had, well, let me let me go a little bit back. So I was thinking, what, what should I do? And I could see that there was a part of me that would be, that w- that was believing that my mother would use this. And this is, this is, this is a little bit fucked up that I'm sharing this, but th- this is how it works in my mind. Okay. So I was actually assuming that my mother would use this whole situation in her advantage to get me to come to her as a manipulation manipulative way right so yeah i was thinking about it i'm like wow that's so fucked up right like why wouldn't it just be beautiful and clean where it's like oh mom you this 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 is happening to you let me come over to you right away but it just didn't feel right to me um so yeah i ended up having a call with with her and expressing like hey mom i i really want to be there for you but i I don't really know what to do and um yeah she told me like wow you know it's amazing that you're thinking about coming but stay stay in brazil don't don't come to me it's fine i'll be fine your father's here um don't go through all the hassle of coming it's a long way coming from brazil it's gonna cost you a lot of money so she actually gave me permission to stay and that proved to me that there was no manipulation manipulation in the space at all so i had a chat with with my partner and um she's super super supportive so supportive she's like yeah you know i i get it because what ended up happening is i ended up deciding first i thought i was gonna stay right because she gave me permission to stay to not come and it wasn't until i had my therapy uh, therapy session where my therapist literally said well renee there's no right and wrong Uh, The only thing that I can ask you is if you would put yourself in her shoes, if you would be, if you would be in her position, 
what would you want if you would be the mother or the father and you have to go into a life-threatening surgery and treatment what would you want and yeah that brought so much clarity it's like of course i want my children to be there i don't want to do this alone i don't want to do this alone with just my partner i want my children to be there what if something happens and um, yeah that gave me the clarity to say no fuck no i'm not gonna stay of course i love my partner of course we were just you know i just got to her three weeks before yeah i started deciding to leave and i actually would have still been there and we would have flown to bali somewhere at the end of this month but yeah everything in me said no renee now is the time to be a good son <laughs> now is the time to grow close and to also use this situation as an opportunity to grow closer so yeah i ended up making the decision to fly out to the netherlands so i've been here now for nearly two weeks and it's cold and it's rainy and my mother had the surgery last week and everything went well there's still a little bit of uncertainty when it comes to yeah when it comes to the situation and her health and did they remove everything or not and uh, 10th of february which is five days from now she will get the results from the lab so yeah i'm praying that they removed everything that it's all good and then i think in a couple of weeks she will get radiation therapy not chemo but radiation therapy which is less intense it's less intense for the body so that's that's good it's less harmful so yeah so that's 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 where i'm at right now and um that's a couple more days. It's, I'm in the Netherlands. I committed to being here for the month because I was also really tired of, yeah, of traveling everywhere. You know, I love traveling when I'm traveling, but not when I'm trying to land somewhere. And um, yeah, I was I was about to land in Brazil for a while, and that changed. So yeah, I decided to commit and staying here, and um, that feels good even though i miss i miss my partner obviously i miss being in bali i'm really excited as well to return to bali and my new partner she's coming to me in about three weeks i think yeah in about three weeks she's coming to the netherlands so she can also experience this land of wetness and cold and darkness and it's uh darkness in a way that it's you know that it's winter right not darkness for bad stuff <laughs> um yeah so she's coming here and that's really special i'm really excited to introduce her to my parents of course there's already been a few video calls here and there and my my i feel like my parents are really warming up to her they're really excited to meet her and yeah and of course this podcast is all about sharing vulnerably but if i look in the past i've had many many relationships like over 30 no kidding and of course, these were not one year plus relationships, right? Some were, you know, in the, in the past five years, I had, I had a couple more serious ones, including one of with, with my ex-partner of, of uh, two years and a half. But before that, I had many, like three months, four months, six months, and I would never be able to, yeah, to commit, I think. I think I had a commitment issue. I think I was just really afraid of getting stuck with the wrong person or losing my freedom and all that stuff. And yeah, with my partner now, I feel that I'm just saying yes to full forever kind of commitment already, even though we're not married. And we're basically together for not that long of a time, you know, like a couple months. But I've never started a relationship before 
where it's like, yeah, I, I can share everything with you, like everything in life, I mean. I can share my freedom with you, I can share our desire to travel, I can share our communication skills, and I can see us settling down, moving in together, I can see us getting married and having children together. And that's very new for me, guys. <laughs> that's like, yeah, it's something that I think I was maybe never ready for. And I think I've always always desired it, but I think I've never fully claimed it for myself. And I also don't think I've ever felt so safe with a partner before. Where I'm like, yeah, of course. If you know, if I have to, <laughs> if I have to sign a paper now that says, okay, you're gonna be with this partner for the rest of your life. Sign here. Then I would sign it because there's a uh, some sort of knowing inside of me that says, yeah, this is the right person for you, Renee. And uh, as I'm sharing this, that even makes me feel emotional because I think it's been quite a journey to <laughs> to come to a point where I'm like, okay, I can relax. I found her. <laughs> I found the woman that I want to be with, and maybe that's the journey that I've been on all these years since my first girlfriend. Like, is this the one? No. Is that the one? No. Is that the one? No. And I'm just trying and trying and trying. And and, and partly of that, that's also because I think I, w- I just couldn't be with myself. I was not happy with myself. I was feeling lonely. And then, yeah, I tried to find happiness by having a girlfriend. Even if it was someone that I'm like, you know, she's nice, but she's not really what I would yearn, you know. It's, she's nice, but it's not amazing. So I think I have chosen to be with people, women, that were not, you know, I didn't feel like a fuck yes to them. I, at the point, I think I did, but I also don't, I also don't think, I also think that I knew nothing. I knew nothing about what I really want in life. I didn't know what commitment was. I didn't know that, honestly, I think I just didn't know that there was someone out there that ticks all the boxes. <laughs> yeah. I think that person didn't exist. And um, and now I do. Because I found her. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm saying this with tears in my eyes right now. And it, it's, it's vulnerable. And it feels scary as well. Because I think also I've never been able to open my heart as much as I do now. With her, and we're deepening in our deepening in our love, even though we're apart now, right? We're like th- we're like thousands of miles apart. But yeah, she's coming. She's coming this way, and from the point that she's here, we're we're not gonna part anymore. Unpl- unplanned, you know. Like we're just gonna stay together and live life together. And I'm m- super excited, you know. It, uh, I'm not saying, uh, of course, we will have an amazing life together. But it's like just a. I'm really excited for the normal things in life, you know, just spending time with someone, getting to know her, going out for groceries, cooking together, going for walks, that, that sort of stuff, like simple, mundane, normal things. I'm really excited because, funnily enough, the normal things, when I do them with her, they turn into amazing things, like... A walk in the forest is just not a walk in the forest. It's amazing and there's love and there's passion. And yeah, I'm just really, really grateful, guys. I'm really grateful and I'm just, um, yeah, taking the time now to celebrate with all of you. So um, yeah, so that's all going good relationship-wise. My mother, of course, I hope she's going to be 
recovering f- fast and better. She's in a lot of pain still. Of course, there's like two holes in her body. And yeah, she's uh, she's really stuck on all the painkillers during the day. And yeah, I really hope that she's going to feel better. It feels good being here. It's also been quite the shift, right? Because for Christmas I was in the Netherlands. Then I went for New Year's to Brazil. And <laughs> now I'm back in the Netherlands again. And it's like, ugh. Yeah, it's quite a lot on my system. And to be honest, yeah, just my whole routine got messed up. I didn't go to the gym for two weeks. I have been eating very unregularly, you know, sometimes skipping breakfast, sometimes skipping lunch and then having lunch at three and then not being hungry, hungry for dinner. And I've been really tired as well and not getting enough sleep. So, yeah, I've been a bit of a mess the last uh, two weeks. But today I feel like a new man. I feel like new beginning. I went to the gym this morning, felt amazing. It's sunny outside, even though it's not that warm. It's, it's, uh, it feels good. Yeah, now I'm making time to record my podcast for all of you. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I think I'm repeating myself in every podcast. So if you're tuning in, this is not new. But yeah, I'm having a hard time committing to my every Sunday podcast. I also know I don't have to, but I have promised all of you that I am committed to recording every Sunday and um, yeah, I'm doing that again and it's Sunday today. (laughs) So today I did it, but I do, I do feel that, that there's, um, that there's a beauty and a lot of value in me showing up on a weekly basis on the podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm recommitting to all of you to share more because you know, and, and you probably resonate with this, like one week of experiences at least for me i think it resonates with you but one week of experiences like i can fill a couple hours of a podcast right of course there's major things happening there's minor things happening but there's always a lot of things happening and um yeah if i share on a weekly basis i think i can get more into detail and if there's more time in between the recordings i think it's difficult to really pinpoint details. It's like, oh, I want to share this and I want to share that. And then it becomes a little bit more, um, I wouldn't say shallow. I think I can still bring the depth into it, but I also feel like it's so many things that, yeah, I I don't want to record a one hour podcast here. Unless you want to, let me know. (laughs) I think just for me, it also feels good to just focus on 20, 30, max 40 minutes episodes for you. Um, Also because then I feel like it's a, yeah, it's easy for me to fit that in my schedule. But um, yeah, what else to share? So I shared about relationship and love and health and family and struggles of landing here. And yeah, the, the other thing that I really... Okay, there's I think there's two more things that I want to share because I didn't, I didn't write out my topics uh, beforehand, before hitting the record button, button today. My real estate project is coming to an end. Oh my God, and it's so exciting, guys. Um, For those of you that missed it in one of the previous episodes, I have been building three beautiful, beautiful houses in Bali. And I started building, I think almost, yeah, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, I think about a year and a half ago. And it's been a journey, guys. And, you know, (laughs) I never planned this. I never planned to get into real estate and to build houses and villas in Bali but yeah you know life happens and I was offered an opportunity to get a huge piece of land for a really good price and I met someone who builds villas and uh, yeah 
he started helping me build villas and not one not two but three so it's been a journey it's been it's been challenging especially financially it's been such a such a commitment like i cannot remember a month <laughs> because it's been like this for a year and a half right where not 90% of all my income or more went into this project and um yeah it's been it's been uh it's been <laughs> it's been it's been very interesting and we're we're getting we're getting there uh, one of them is fully finished we're just waiting for some curtains and some interior things and then the photographer is gonna come next week so that's really exciting because then i can open up one of them and then shortly after in this month i will finish the second one and then I'm going to do the same thing, finish all the stuff. All the furniture has already been delivered, but it's just like interior design and some finalizing and some small things and kitchen appliances and all that stuff. But the second one is also going to be finished, I hope, including the photo shoot this month. Then I can open up both of them. And the third one is actually my house. It's the house that I also lived in for about a week before I left to uh, the Netherlands for Christmas. And I will be moving back there half of March because that's when my partner, Barbara, she's coming to me. And then we spend two weeks in the Netherlands and then we go back there together. We live there for a couple months and then go back to Europe for summer. And then I will also start renting out my house. So then I've got three houses to rent out, guys. And it's incredible. And I'm not sharing this from like a ego state or look at me how cool I am. And But it is cool. It is really cool. Not from that I'm better than anyone, but it's like, wow, it's been such a commitment. It has not been easy. Like I said, financially, also just managing, you know, the risk, like, will it work? I know that Bali is busier than ever, so I'm just assuming and hoping that it's going to work out. But yeah, you never know. And it's been, it's been a, a huge investment in time, energy, money. So, um, yeah, but it's almost coming to an end. It's almost finished. And then I can just enjoy it for, you know, like 20, uh, what is it? 20, 27, 28 years plus. Because it's a lease. You, you, you lease your land in Bali. You cannot purchase it as a foreigner. But it's incredible because it's going to bring me so much freedom financially. And I'll always have a home in Bali that I can live in, my own house. I'll have my own house in Bali. And that's incredible. That feels really special. And yeah, also having the freedom to travel, go visit my parents. You know, you all know that coaching is my biggest passion. And yeah, that's also that's also going going well. So yeah, I guess this finishes the, the sharing about the villa project because it's really coming to an end. And I'm so grateful. I'm so happy that I did it. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, and uh, now making the making the the bridge towards my my other share around my business because how's that going? And um, it's going well. I am currently not. Am I coaching anyone right now? Yeah, I've, I still have my group. I still have my group of three it people that want to freelance and really create financial freedom for themselves that's going really well so well that everyone finished all of the tasks they're just focusing on getting their first project now so i'm supporting them and um, yeah that's going really well i finished my last one-on-one -on -one client uh, two weeks ago i think and oh, yeah there's also a lot to share about that but let me focus on on um 
on the building of the business as well. Because like I said, I only have my group left. So I'm sort of in um yeah, in a space where I'm getting ready to launch. And I'm actually launching something huge, everyone. I'm launching something that I think has the potential to disrupt an entire industry. And, the, and that industry is the IT industry. And let's see if I can summarize this a little bit for you. So you, you probably know that I'm an IT professional. Um, I've been doing this for nearly 20 years. I was 16 when I started, very young. And I've learned and grow, grew, how do you say that? Like I've grown, <laughs> I've grown in my expertise and my skill set and knowledge. And um, yeah, that also led me to being a freelancer. And then it led me into traveling the world and then becoming an entrepreneur. And then I'm like, I want to be a coach. And now I'm starting to really meld those two together. So as I said, I'm already finishing my first Europe group with with um, IT people that want to go freelancing and I'm saying Europe actually I have one client from Ghana Africa so it's actually an international group and um, yeah what, what I'm building right now um, this month I am launching three masterclasses for existing freelancers in the yeah digital slash tech space so like web designer photographers IT people Um, web designers, programmers, like whatever anyone does on a laptop or uses digital tools or software and they do that as a freelancer already, I want to help them create financial freedom. And I'm not just helping anyone because what I'm doing, and this is the, I, this, this is the, the disruptive part, I'm focusing on people in third world countries. So Pakistan, India... Bangalore, like, um, what's the other one? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that corner, the, the east side of the world, you know, like all these third world countries, perhaps even Indonesia. And um, yeah, I'm help, I want to help them. And what, what is really interesting is that I've, I've offered business coaching to a, a large variety of people now, right? It's like entrepreneurs who offer retreats or coaching to photographers, web designers all in Europe, then IT people, like really like tech IT people just like myself. And some of them had amazing results. Some of them didn't have the results they were hoping for because it takes a lot of time and effort and commitment. And some of, uh, yeah, some of the people didn't find what they were looking for, so to say. So um, yeah, it's been a bit of a variety of results, but I still believe in the power and I have been helping a lot of people get amazing results. So yeah, what I'm doing now with the masterclasses this month is gathering a large group of people, like 25 in third world countries, right? So no one else can sign up. If there's someone from Europe that uh, somehow sneaks into the masterclass and is like, hey, I wanna, I wanna sign up then I really need to um, yeah, put them on a separate track, like a separate group that I'm yet to launch this year as well, uh, because I'm making it super, super affordable for those people in third world countries to get coaching from me and for me to help them create amazing, like an amazing impact in their lives. Because just to give you a little idea, these people, they generally, on average, they earn like five, seven, eight, maybe ten tops dollars an hour, right? So it's nothing. Where in Europe and in the US, 
it's like 40, 50, 60. If you're a big specialist, you go to 80, 90 and hundred dollars an hour. And um, yeah, if you're really in a niche area, you can also charge over hundred dollars an hour, right? So my intention is to help these people that are in the third world country list <laughs> of the world and help them to move their $5 an hour or $10 an hour to at least, you know, $50 an hour. So that means that they will earn five or 10 times more of what they're earning now, right? And I think depending on the person and how much they want it, they can even go beyond because there, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of discrimination when it comes to hourly rates and where you're from. And I, I even saw it for myself in IT, um, where I'm used to charging like 90, 95 or 100 euros an hour. Uh, when I moved to Bali four years ago, some of the people I worked for, they're like, hey, but you live in Bali now. So uh, yeah, we uh, I think we have to move down your hourly rate. And I just laughed at them. I'm like, yeah, you think? No, yeah, no, we're not gonna do that. So they did, of course, they didn't end up doing it. But it's, but it's funny how people think, right? Because they're like, yeah, but life is so much cheaper there. Where you're from, so you're worth less. But I, I really believe that someone should be paid for their skills and their experience, and not where they're from or where they're based. And that's the whole idea of my new program that I'm launching with these people that I can help them for a low price because of course I need to be compensated for my time, but helping like a bigger group of people and helping them improve their packaging, their branding, the way that they show up online, the way that they approach sales and their pricing and yeah, basically doing business coaching with a large group of, uh, of people and helping them get those 5X or 10X or more uh, in results of their hourly rates and how much money they make because yeah, it's, it's going to disrupt the industry because these people are valued at much less somehow. And they value themselves much less. And that's bullshit because, I, like I said, I believe that someone needs to be paid for their skills and experience and not where they're from. So that's the main motivator. And just thinking of the, of the impact on someone's life when they start earning five or ten times more of what they're earning now. Like it's a it's it's a huge increase. Like it's it's even I think the word is unfathom unfathomable. It's like you cannot even imagine like what someone's life would look like, like how different. Because I did a questionnaire, I did a, a market research uh, with all these people, and I asked them many different questions. And one of the questions is if you would be able to 10x your your income, like what would you like? How would this impact your life? What would you do? And it's so sweet to see that most of them, they go into the, oh, I want to take better care of my family, or I can finally pay for my PhD, or I want to set up a charity, or I want to build a school for handicapped people, or like, and it's, it's interesting. I haven't done the same questionnaire um, with people here in Europe. I have, I have done a similar kind of um, market research also with people from like India, Pakistan, and uh, the, the east side of the world. And this this is not it's it was surprising me and it was also wasn't surprising me like how um, yeah how selfless people are and of course this is what they answer in the questionnaire I don't know if it's really something they would follow up with but it's like wow so you're earning a lot more but the first thing you think about is helping someone else and that really warms my heart and it also makes me feel like oh maybe this is the kind of yeah, maybe this is like one of my bigger audiences where I can really help them change their lives uh, 
their own personal lives, the lives of others, right? Because they're going to make an impact on others as well and disrupt the IT industry or the industry of tech in general. Like, no, people from India, they deserve to earn as much as we do in Europe because they are also skilled and they also have experience. And um, I also think that I'm going to cause a lot of resistance from people in Europe and the US. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you increasing their rates? We don't want that, right? Because... Yeah, for, for many different reasons. But at this point, as I'm recording this, and that's why I rate my podcast as a explicit, not for children, is I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I truly believe that this is going to be a big shift and a beautiful thing for the people that live in these areas and also want to do well and they also want to invest and they also want to they also want to play the big game that we're, that we're doing in Europe and the US if you, if you just compare our finances. Right, so um, yeah, that's what I'm building right now. And uh, like I said, I'm doing three masterclasses this month. I'm aiming to have over 300 people in these masterclasses in total. And then um, yeah, I want to fill one or two groups with that and help them all create a financial freedom for themselves and to be able to make a bigger impact in, uh, in the world. So um, yeah, I'm really, really excited about this. So that's also going well. So there's the finishing of the villa project. There's the focusing on coaching. I'm also still doing IT work for the government in the Netherlands, which has also been so, so, so serving me. It's been so supportive of everything that I'm creating right now. So thank you, government of Netherlands, the Netherlands. Um, because, yeah, them supporting me, I can create these beautiful things and I'm also making an impact in the world, right? So... Um, yeah, that's also going well. Um, I see that I have been recording for about half an hour. Um, I can go on for much longer. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go on for a little bit longer because there's some gold and some experiences that I'd like to share with you. And that is regarding one of my most recent clients that we, we wrapped up our work together. And it didn't go as peaceful as I hoped it to be. And um, this client might be listening. <laughs> I'm not going to drop his name here. Uh, but I do know that he is a, a big fan of my podcast. And he's usually uh, listening and checking out new episodes. So if you're listening, then know that... Uh, yeah, I know that you're listening. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so let's see. Because I, I just want to extract the gold and share that with you. So... Um, this client and me, we decided to start working together from, yeah, like um, July, was it July? Yeah, I think like July, August of last year. So we've had nearly six months together. And yeah, um, I hosted a workshop in Ubud in Bali. And I shared more about my work and about business coaching. And uh, yeah, we got into touch. We started talking and um, he decided to sign up. So... My prices right now for my business coaching, it's 10K, $10,000 for three months, right? And um, that's a big investment, I know. And I have myself invested a lot in the past as well. So for me, it doesn't feel like that much anymore because there's a lot of things you can do in three months. Uh, but that's my prices. It's 10K and I know that people that I've worked with, they were able to make back their investment. So I know that it works. I know they have a lot to bring. But... This um, this person that wanted to work with me is like, yeah, I don't have 10K right now, but I do really want to work with you. And um, 
yeah, this is, this is actually a situation that occurred before with other clients. They're like, oh my God, I really want to work with you, Renee. I want you to help me, but I cannot pay you the, what you're asking, right? So I remember like, fuck, what am I going to do? Am I going to do this or not? Because I had some bad experiences with this in the past where people ended up not paying me or it was like one big drama or yeah, uh, not a good thing. But something in me told me, you know, it's great, great person. Uh, let's do it, you know, pay me uh, 2k uh, now and then you pay me the rest after we complete the program. So we go through the program and yeah, t- uh, full transparency, right? There were some things that I should have done differently. Uh, I sh- He should have done some things differently. There were some things around commitment. There were some things around... Yeah, me me being a little bit more direct and hard, like, hey, what are you doing? This is not working, come on. And um, yeah, I think I might have been a little bit too pleasing at some points where it would have been more um, serving him if if I would have been a little bit more hard. Yeah, I don't want to say hard, but more like direct, you know, like to the point, like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Being a little bit more strict, I guess. So yeah, some things definitely i took from that and he's taken from it but fast forward we are nearing the end of the three-month agreement and he hasn't signed one client yet it's it's just not working he has some trouble focusing and to find a strategy that works and finding the type of person that he wants to target and there was just yeah there was a confusion and we weren't really able to get out of that And on top of that, there was some financial stress on his side because he didn't have any job. He was really, yeah, he was living with his parents. It was also a stressful situation. So I suggested to him like, hey, maybe it's a good idea if you take a job. I know this is a weird advice coming from a business coach, but you know, from personal experience, I know that you cannot, you cannot be, I mean, some people could, I think, but you cannot sell your products and services when you're in such a big money scarcity, uh, mode you know like if you're really living month to month not make not sure how you're gonna like get food and if you have a roof above your head that is such um yeah that state is so repulsive is that the word like people will not be attracted to you and your offer when you're in that kind of scarcity mode so yeah long story short he gets a job and we are nearing the end of the, the three months so i decided to extend him i decided to extend him for um i think two or three months extra free of charge because i could see his potential i wanted to help him and yeah i also knew that maybe some extra time would be helpful for him and it also at that point i'm also like yeah but i want i want him to have the result also knowing that he has this open bill with me right he needs to start paying and i'm like okay maybe a couple more months and then he can uh, yeah he can he can land his first and second and third client and then it's gonna work out so yeah i think uh in the in the second month of the extension um, he sent me a long list with 10 points why he wasn't happy and then yeah then the 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 conflict started growing quite a bit between him and me and yeah, he didn't know what to do with the money and he, he didn't want to pay me as well because he wasn't happy and he didn't get the result. And yeah, it just was a really difficult conversation to have because I am a pretty uh, emotional guy. I'm pretty empathic. I'm a Libra. So I always want all parties involved to be satisfied and happy. And, you know, and I could see that he wasn't happy. And I also know that there were parts 
you know, that are out of my control. And um, that's definitely something that I have and keep and will keep on communicating with my clients. It's like, I'm not responsible for your results. And if we come up with a strategy, then it's really up to you to implement it, right? If I tell you to reach out to 10 or 20 people a day and tell them about your offer and you don't do it, then, you know, am I then responsible for your results? No, because you are the one that needs to put the work in. So I think that's where our our coaching relationship crashed a bit because, yeah, he needed me to, yeah, to hold his hand the whole time and keep reminding him, like, hey... Did you reach out to the people? And yeah, I, I I couldn't offer that accountability to him. And then he got stuck. So yeah, we got into a conflict where he's like, yeah, I'm not going to pay you. And I'm like, well, but I'm not responsible for your results. You signed the agreement. We even had a video where, you know, because I offered him a special deal where he said like, yes, I after I complete the program, I will pay the rest. And then, yeah, it went back and forth a bit. He started speaking into my, you know, trying to make me feel guilty. Like, how can you ask money from a client who's not happy and who doesn't get results? But yeah, that's the whole thing, guys, with coaching. It's like you cannot guarantee the results of your clients. That's also why it's so important to never guarantee and to promise anything, right? The only thing you can promise and guarantee is the way that you're going to show up for your clients and that you're gonna be the best version of yourself and that you're gonna be there for them when they need support and that you're gonna be on time for the sessions and all that stuff, but that's the only thing you can do. The only thing you can promise and guarantee are your own actions as a coach and you cannot guarantee any of the results of your client. So um, yeah, we went back and forth and it was it was a difficult conversation to be had, but um, I think right now we did come to a conclusion. Um, I offered him a, a longer payment plan, something that really works for him, even though, yeah, there's it's still a little bit with a sour taste. But yeah, I, for me, what was, what was a lesson in this as well is really to stand in my truth. Because I did ask myself the question, is he right? Am I guilty? You know, is it because of me that he didn't get results? Did I not give him anything or everything that I can? And as I sat with that, I gained more clarity about, no, I really, I did a good job. I offered him everything. I taught him everything I know. I even offered him like two, I think total, like two months of extra coaching and one or two months. And yeah, I really feel like I've given him everything. I've always come from support. I even offered him to keep working together to finish the bonus sessions, but he wasn't interested in that, which I also respect and appreciate, you know, like just I don't want people to keep on doing sessions if they don't feel like it. But yeah, it was a difficult one. I'm happy that we come to a conclusion. He, he sent me a very respectful and beautiful message after yeah we went back and forth a bit. And um, yeah, I also hope that he can see the value of how we have been working together. Because the thing is, guys, like I'm teaching all the stuff around sales and marketing, branding, packaging, pricing, like all the steps that you need to take as an entrepreneur. Um, and how to sell them, how to get clients and how to scale that. And um, yeah, I am 100% confident that if I share these tools with people that they can implement them and set up a very successful business with it. Some people do it inside the program, inside the work that, that I'm doing together with them. Some people do it after a couple months after they finish the program and they're like, okay, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to implement and for some people, it takes over a year, right? And uh, the mentor that I worked with who taught me and who I invested $30,000 with, I've made back that investment like double or triple since I worked with him. 
but it wasn't until like one year after we yeah after we finished our work together that i started earning back that investment i just needed some time to implement and to try and to experiment so yeah i really hope that this client can see the value and does and doesn't get stuck in the oh my god this is such a misinvestment what did i do but that he can really see the lessons and the teachings and the strategies that i taught him and that he will go by himself out there implementing it and i told him as well like i really you know there's a big possibility that one year from now you're gonna message me and like oh my god renee it's working i'm sorry that we had to go into this conflict because i'm really happy with the teachings so um yeah and that's and that's true for me so i really got to step into my truth and to set a boundary and to yeah to uh, and still coming from a respectful loving space for my client because i do want the best for him of course i'm also disappointed that he didn't make back his investment in the three months that we work together but some people do and some people don't and then it's um yeah then it's also again so important for me which i do in the beginning like you know you can do amazing i can see your potential and i can also not promise you or guarantee anything to you and uh, and that's a that's a very big difficult pill to swallow when people invest heavily heavily and then at the end they're like yeah but i don't have a result so another lesson that i'm taking from this which i'm also sharing with you as a little piece of gold is if you're offering your coaching services online i highly highly recommend you to either charge people pay in full even if that means you know charging uh, less than you usually would but to make it affordable or to attract the right kind of people um, you either have them pay in full or you can still offer a payment plan but then you're gonna get paid before the sessions commence and when people don't pay they don't get coaching so yeah that's a big lesson for me as well even though i came from such an understanding like okay let's do it i'm gonna offer you uh the 2k and then you can pay me monthly after so and i want to help you make this happen and even though it was great and it could have worked out amazing it didn't right there was a conflict and then what do you do as a coach right so i'm happy that we were able to come to a conclusion and um yeah for for my next clients if you're listening and you want to work with me know that i cannot guarantee any result to you but if you are committed and you're like okay let's rock then with the things that i teach you you can make an incredible successful business by yourself but you either pay in full or you pay monthly and if you don't pay you don't get coaching okay <laughs> so th these are just lessons guys along the way and you deal with them and sometimes they can be very expensive mistakes and sometimes they're great they're, they're always great lessons right um and my partner barbara she even mentioned to me i told her like yeah you know you learn from mistakes she's like yeah you learn from mistakes and you can also learn from others and you can also learn from just you know doing the right thing and i think that was a great yeah great reminder of her that it's that it's not only the mistakes that allow you to learn it's all the other things around it as well and um, yeah there's a lot of learning in the entrepreneurial space and i'm still very glad and very grateful that I have started this journey. It hasn't been easy, and um, but it, it feels true, and I feel like I will be, I will keep doing this, whether it's coaching or just starting uh, starting businesses, just being an entrepreneur and a coach for the rest of my life. I really feel like this is something that is, 
made, not made for me, but you know what I'm saying. It, it feels very true for me and a great way for me to support people realizing their dreams. So 45 minutes in, thank you for tuning in with me. I know it's been a while. It felt really good to share and um, yeah, I'm recommitting again to upload and share every Sunday from now on with you wherever I am in the world whatever I'm doing and sharing with you vulnerably about the things that are happening because yeah my my another you know this this podcast first of all I wanted to share vulnerably and transparently hence lucid entrepreneur because lucid is transparent and transparency is everything that I stand for and yeah I want to share vulnerably because I know it's going to inspire people and I also want you to know that yeah, being an entrepreneur and a business owner and a coach, it's not a magic pill. It's not amazing. It's not going to go perfectly well all the time. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing with you because I want you to hear the real true story and not some image that someone is displaying for you. Okay, so thanks for listening. I hope to see you on the next one again. I would love to invite you to share on Instagram or wherever you can find my you know, way to message me. If you go to my website, reneboss with double s.com, there's even a button to message me on Telegram in the bottom right. I would love to hear any um, feedback, ideas, anything you would like me to share about. And then I'll catch you on the next episode of The Lucid Entrepreneur. <laughs>